return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Amen. We thank God for this day. We thank God for this morning. The Bible says that this is the day the Lord has made, and we need to rejoice and be glad in Him. And the Bible says that where two or more are gathered in His name, there He is in our midst. So I believe and I know that this morning God has something very wonderful for us, and God has prepared a special message for us. And if we open up our spirits and our hearts to receive His word, I believe that God will bless us like never before. Amen? Shall we close our eyes and pray? So, Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your name. We exalt your name. Lord, we say you deserve the praise, the honor, and the glory. Father, it's not like you and none can be compared unto you. You are the I am that I am, the ancient of days, the Adonai, the Elohim, God. When we slept, Lord, there was, it was as though there was no life in us, but by your mercies, O God, you woke us up. It is not normal and usual for us to live or to, for us to wake up to be part of the living. But God, every day you prove yourself faithful to us by making us part of the living and we are so much grateful. We commit ourselves unto your hands this morning as your word comes. Lord, we pray that may you prepare the hearts of men. May you make us very sensitive to your word, O God. Father, we pray, O God, that at the end, speak to our hearts. At the end, may it be all about you but none about men. At the end, may you alone be glorified. We bless your name in the precious mighty name of Jesus we've prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I'm so excited this morning because I know that God has a special message for us. And this morning, the message for this morning is, the message for this morning is the answer to the world. The answer to the world. And this is a message God has prepared for us because whilst I was in my prayer closet and I was praying and I was inquiring of God, what He wanted me to share with you this morning this was what he laid on my heart. The answer to the world. Hallelujah. We are in a dispensation where people are looking for answers. We are searching for answers because we are troubled. Whenever there is a search for an answer, that means that there is a problem. There is a question to be answered. Meaning that we are lost in a particular area where we are searching for solutions to. And especially in this year 2020, it has been full of questions. People have gone through so much, especially with this pandemic virus called COVID-19, which has hit people, claimed the lives of people, and people are sick, bedridden. People have lost their loved ones, and people have lost their jobs, where people have lost their hope, and people have lost their faith. People are asking questions. Why are these things happening? Why are we going through what we are going through? Is it that God is angry with humanity? 
You know, because when you go through the Old Testament, you would understand that whenever the people of Israel became so disobedient to God, God punished them. And one of the ways He punished them was by either plague or taking them or sending them to their enemies for them to be under captivity. The Bible makes us understand that it got to a point the people of Israel were so disobedient, they sinned so much, and God plagued them with some sickness. And the Bible says that now God said that you should hang a bronze snake on the on, on a stick, that anyone who will look on that snake shall be healed. There were times where they were so disobedient to God that God sent them into the captivity of the Babylonians where they were under the captivity of King Nebuchadnezzar, and they were always and every time being, I mean, they were being persecuted, killed, and sent into slavery. And when we look at the Old Testament encounter, we want to bring the same idea into the new covenant we have with God. But now the question is, what is the answer to the world? Now, some of us don't know what even the future holds for us. Oh God, what will tomorrow hold? How will tomorrow be? Even now, this is how the world is now. How will tomorrow be? So we are so uncertain about tomorrow. So because of that, we are so anxious. I once listened to a preacher and he said that if we knew what the answer was, we would have been so confident in our current circumstances. But it's as though sometimes you ask God questions, you ask him questions and you are hearing nothing and you become so anxious and you are like, how will the future be? But that is why I am here this morning for you. That there is an answer to the questions we are having. Hallelujah, somebody. In the book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 to 17, Redeeming the times, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of God is is do not be unwise redeeming the times because the days we are in are evil the bible admonishes us that we should understand the times we should know the times in which we are in so that we can redeem it and live this life to the fullest your ignorance of the will of God or the mind of God for a particular year, for a particular occasion or for a particular period does not justify, I mean, does not justify how your life would be. God expects everybody to understand what is going on in every time, in every period, in every season, in every year, so that we can live life to the fullest, in that we can be called wise. That means that it is foolishness to live in a year, to live in a season, to live in a period without understanding the mind of God for that particular period. So whilst we are in the year 2020, and people are dying out of COVID-19, and people are going through all kinds of things out of COVID-19, now the question is, what is God's will in the midst of all these. And what is the answer to what we are going through? So in the book of Psalm 119 verse 105, the Bible says, the word, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a light, it's a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Let me try as much as possible to break it down. 
a lamp onto my feet. So you realize that whenever you are holding a lamp, a lamp cannot go too far. But at least a lamp would help you to see your immediate environment. It helps you to see what is just around you, what is so close to you, what is just by you. It doesn't help you to see what is very far away from you. But assuming that you are driving and you put on the headlight when it is dark, you realize that the light is able to go very, very far as much as it can enable you to see very far away from you. So when the Bible says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, what David was trying to communicate to us by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit was that the word of God helps us to understand our now. Our present. That is the lamp onto our feet. Our now. Our present. Beloved, we can never understand our present outside the word of God. Because the Bible has made it clear. His word is a lamp onto my feet. It is the light that I need. It is the wisdom that I need to understand now. Because lamp or light is symbolic of wisdom. It's symbolic of coming to a realization. It's symbolic of coming to a certain revelation. So the word of God enables me to understand my present, my current circumstances. What is going on now, it is the word of God that can help me to understand my now without the word there is no way i can understand my now hallelujah somebody and the bible says that it is a light unto my path meaning that the word of god enables me to see my future for me to be able to understand my present and for me to be able to know and be able to calculate and perceive my future i need the word of god hallelujah somebody that is wisdom Wisdom is your ability to perceive what will happen tomorrow and to plan for it. So the Bible is saying that it is the Bible is saying that we are in the evil days. Therefore, we should redeem the times, we should understand our now so that we can in that we can be wise. What the Bible is trying to say is that we should be able to understand, see what is going on around us, and to also be able to see into our tomorrow, beloved. I want to tell you something. The world now is looking for is looking up to just a particular group of people, Christians. Because in as much as they will try as much as possible to go against Christians, they know one thing, that at least it is the Christians who hold the answer, the world. If you want to understand what you are going on now, what you are going through now, I, I, I may not be with you, I may not be in your homes. But then everybody faces his or her own challenges. We are going through motions in life. We are going through challenges in life. We are going through tough times, happy moments and bad moments, sorrowful moments and joyful moments. I am not there. You alone knows what you are going through, even within your health. You know what is going through your system. But beloved, I came here to tell you that that which you are looking for is not found in any man. It's not found in any institution. It's not found anywhere, but it is found just at one place and just in one place. That is in the Word 
of God. Hallelujah, somebody. So I came to submit to you that if we want to understand this world, if we are looking for solutions and answers to this world, turn not to the left nor to the right. Don't look forward or don't look backward. Just go deep down and straight into the word of God. Commune with the word of God. Open your Bible and perceive and understand his word for you at every time. And you'll be able to understand what you are going through in life. And you get to know that at every moment in your life, God has gotten your back. Amen. In the book of John chapter 1, so someone will be asking, so what is the word? It's the word of God, just the Bible I open. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God, Logos. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. Hallelujah, somebody. What the Bible is making us understand here is that in the beginning, in the inception of this world, even before the creation of this world, the word of God existed the word of God was with God. And the word was God was the word of God was God. The Bible continued to say that all things. And in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, it says the same thing. All things, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. Visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. Hallelujah, somebody. Meaning that this whole world came into existence by the word of God. Nothing was done outside the permission of the word of God. Everything proceeded from the permission of the word of God. And everything came out of the word of God. Meaning that this word was impregnated with whatever will happen even now. This word was impregnated with the creation of the universe. This world was, this word of God was so full of the world in which we exist now. So the Bible says that in him... Came met the universe. Creations, even including principalities, dominion, thrones, kings, priests, everybody. Everything came out of the word of God. Meaning that the blueprints to this world is the word of God. If you are building a house, the architect will take his time to draw how the house is supposed to be. Then the constructor will now go and pick it up and build. You can never build without a blueprint. Because the blueprint contains everything and all the dimensions needed for the house to be as it ought to be. And that is the same with God. That is the same with the word of God. The Bible says that for the word of God is the creator of the universe. The creation proceeded out of the word of God. Meaning that the entire existence and the entire life of the world is, is dependent on the word of God. Hallelujah somebody. So then if I want to understand how the world is now, 
If I want to understand why the world is going through what it is going through now, it will be a waste of time to consult those who are, those who are also living in the house. But then it will be wisdom for me to go and consult the one who built the house. If I want to understand what is going on in this world, I must go to the creator of the universe. If you are, if you are using a car, and the one who manufactured the car is close to you, would you and the car experience an issue? Would you take the car to someone else to fix it while the creator or the manufacturer of the car is just close by you? No, because you know that the one who manufactured the car placed the tires where they ought to be, placed the engines where they ought to be fixed, placed the windows where they ought to be fixed, even did everything, it's just close by you. So if the car encounters an issue, the first thing that you will do is not to take it to a mechanic, but the first thing you will do is to take it to the manufacturer because the manufacturer manufactured the car and knows everything that there is with the car you are using. Hallelujah, somebody. And that is the word of God. In Genesis chapter 1, Verse 1, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The verse 3, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. The verse 6, then God said, let there be light, let there be firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And the verse 9, then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry lands appear, and it was so. And in the verse 14, then God said, beloved, I just wanted to reiterate in your mind, I just want you to just memorize it, that God said, then the verse 14, then God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heavens. And the verse 20, then God said, let there be waters that abound with, that, that, that abound with abundance of living creatures. Then verse 24, then God said, hallelujah somebody, isn't it so beautiful? The verse 26, then God said, and that was when God created humanity. What do I want to bring your attention to? God said, and it was. And that word that God spoke was the word of God. It's the word of God. And that was what was spoken to create the universe. Everything came out of his spoken word. He didn't, pick his, take his, he didn't use his hand to build anything. But then out of the word of God, he spoke and as he spoke, things took on flesh. And when he created man, he spoke and life entered into man. That means that the entire existence of humanity is centered and built on the word of God. That is the reason why we realize that before, when we were once in darkness, in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, I didn't give it to you. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, the Bible said that we were once in darkness we were just we were once like them we lived our life just like any other person who is in the world we were dead in our sins and transgression beloved in those times we were looking for answers we were looking for love we wanted to understand why life is going through why life is how it is we wanted to understand why good things happen to bad people and why bad things happen to good people we wanted to understand why people are prospering but my life is not going on well we wanted to understand why some people their kids are going on well but it's as though i am not seeing those same things in my life we wanted to understand but beloved 
There is no way to understand this world without consulting the creator of the universe. And the creator of the universe is the word of God. But unfortunately, we are in a dispensation where the people of God don't seek the word of God. We are so busy attending to other things. We are attending to secondary matters instead of consulting the primary thing. From here, we've gotten to understand that even the reason why you are living here is by the word of God. Now, let's just imagine what is holding the earth. All of us know that scientists may say that a lot of forces are holding this earth. So this world is hanging, but then forces are holding it together. You don't see it, but you believe it. That when you throw something up, it will come down. Do you see any force taking it up and any force breaking it down? You don't see it, but you believe it. The Bible says that even those invisible and visible things that we even perceive that are laws of science and everything came out of the world, out of the word of God. Beloved, the only way to live a prosperous life, the only way to understand this life, the only way to succeed in this life, the only way that there can be a transformation in your life, the only way you can plan for the future, is not in any other literature. It is not in, I mean, philosophies and other things, but it is in just one message, the word of God. Hallelujah, somebody. In the book of Joshua, chapter 1, the verse 7, the Bible says that only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do accordingly, according to all the laws which Moses, my servant, commanded you. I'll continue. This was the time when now Moses was dead. And Moses performed many miracles. He did so many things. And he earned the trust of his people. He was seen as a hero. And everybody listened to the sound of Moses. This man, well respected and well advanced in age, was now dead. Now who is coming to take it up? Take it up. It was a young man called Joshua. The Bible said that he was so scared. He was so afraid. He didn't know how to go. He didn't know how to do it. But the Bible says that God appeared to him and spoke. And said that, that which you are looking for. That which you are seeking, that which you want to achieve, that which you want to attain, this is the answer to it. Do not turn away. Do not turn, say that, do, do according to all the laws which Moses, my servant, command you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, but you may that you may prosper where you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then your ways will be prosperous. Hallelujah, somebody. That is it. The answer it's in the word. Your prosperity is in the word. You will never understand this word. It doesn't matter how much advanced you are in age. If you are old, let me tell you, someone is older than you. At least someone is older than the world. That is the creator of the universe. He existed even before the world came into existence. 
He is the only wise man who knows the patterns. He has he created it, has understood the patterns of this world, has seen how generations come and generations go. He has seen how kings come and kings leave. He has seen how wise suppose wise men come and die, how foolish men live their lives and, and, and die. He has seen all these things and he is still with you. That is the word of God. Because the Bible says that the word of God is God Himself. Another name for Logos, for another, another way to understand Logos is to know that Logos is also the mind of God. So, one thing you should understand is that the word of God is the mind of God. It is what is in his mind that he speaks, and the man is not different from what he thinks. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In the book of Psalm, in the book of Psalm 73, the Bible talks about a time that David was so tired of this world. He was, so, he, he was complaining. Yes, he was complaining. Truly, God is good to Israel. To such as... To, to, uh, to us... Uh, sorry. Truly, God is good to Israel. To such as are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost tumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. David had seen people. Had seen how the wicked, they are living their lives. The Bible promises us that he will give us the riches of this world. That nations shall even come to the glory of his people. But look at us. Sometimes we just want to... We just want... Five dollars to just take care of ourselves. I don't know whether you've gotten to that point in life. But there are times where you don't even have a dime to take care of yourself. There are times when you see that your children are going astray. There are times where you are weak in your, in your flesh. That is like as though you are dying or you are perishing. And it's as though someone who doesn't know Jesus. Someone who believes in Buddha or believes in other things. Someone who is a Muslim or doesn't know God. Is living a good life. You compare yourself to the person like even then what is the essence of being a child of God? When those who seem not to be children of God are living better lives. Whilst us, who call ourselves children of God, we are going through these pains. I go on my bed, I weep day and night. I ask God, God, why are these things happening to me? Why are all these things happening to me? Then, in the verse 16, he said that, when I thought how, then I thought how to understand this. It was too painful for me. The verse 17. Until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Beloved, until you enter the sanctuary of God. The sanctuary of God is where in the Old Testament, the sanctuary of God was where the tabernacle of God resided. And that was where God himself was. That was where the priest would enter and see God face to face. That was where they commune with God, where atonement and other things were done. So that until I entered the house of God, until I entered the sanctuary of God, until I entered the presence of God, until I entered into the word of God, then I understood. Beloved, you can never understand until you enter into his word. Until you enter 
into his sanctuary. That's why David said that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And David said that one thing have I sought and one thing do I desire is to be in the presence and to be in the house of the Lord. Because this man had tasted God. He had seen that the Lord is good and his message endures forever. He has understood that though the devil may try to do things to presume that it is God who is doing it, but in as much as the devil tried to do whatever he want to do, God shall intervene in time and turn things in the favor of his children. Hallelujah, somebody. When the devil was doing all those schemes trying to kill Jesus, he thought that he was ending the world. But the Bible says that for the principalities of this age, in the world did not understand and they didn't know because if they had knew what the future would be beloved let me tell you the devil do not know your future he can only predict but there's only one person who knows and understand your tomorrow there's only one person who knows and understand your now and there's only one person who knows and understand your past and that is the word of god that is god himself and that is jesus christ because in the in john chapter 1 verse 14 the bible says that now the word became flesh dwelleth among men and that word is Jesus. And when Jesus left, he left us the Holy Ghost. Meaning that now we have the word of God in us. We have Jesus in us. We have God in us. If I have God, I have everything. God is my everything. God is anything I search for. God is anything I sought for. God is anything I would look for. Because I know that He holds my tomorrow. Because I know that He holds my yesterday. I know that He holds my now. For yesterday is past, but today is a present He has given unto me. I will live today to the fullest because I know that God has gotten my tomorrow and He has gotten my, my back. It doesn't matter how things may seem. Doesn't matter how tough things may be. Go on your knees. Pray unto God. Meditate on His word. There's a difference between reading the word of God and meditation. If you had followed those who are the Buddhists and those people, you realize that they have a higher version of meditation where they meditate to the point that they are lost in themselves. Beloved, God wants us to meditate on His word to the point that we are lost in His word. That we can no more be found in ourselves. That is when we can fully experience His grace. That is when we can fully appreciate his fellowship with us. I would say that may the love of our Lord Jesus Christ, may, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the koinonia of the Holy Ghost, and the fellowship, that partnership, that working together. The, God is with you. The manufacturer is with you. The solution to your problems is with you. Turn to him. That's why I love this. Like, Turn your eyes upon Jesus and look to his wonderful face. I don't know how to sing it very well, but I love that song because it's no matter what I'm going through in life, I will never turn my eyes on to men because men shall fail me. Hospitals may fail me. Doctors may fail me. My teachers may fail me. My mothers may fail me. My fathers may fail me. My children may fail me. My loved ones, my, our wives, our husbands may fail, me, may fail us. But there is one person who will never fail us. And that is the word of God. Because no matter what, the word of God stands still. And God knows those who are his. And even when we are unfaithful, he is faithful to us. Beloved, it is never too late. And we have overcome this season in the mighty name of Jesus. 
If the devil meant this season for our bad, if the devil thought that this COVID was meant to break the church and to destroy the church, I am here to announce to you a good news. That though the devil planned, but God intervened in, in time and turned it for our favor. I see a revival about to hit the world as such, such as have never been realized before. And the devil will run with the tail in between the legs and cry that I have made a mistake. Why? Because he didn't understand tomorrow because he didn't have Jesus. We have Jesus. We have everything if i have god that is enough and that is all that i need jesus is the answer to the world the word of god is the answer to the world hallelujah somebody can we be outstanding can we be outstanding and let us pray just one minute and just pray to god that father lord help me to appreciate your word and give me the strength to meditate on your word day and night God, help me. God, I look to you. Whatever you are going through, just look up to God. If you are sick, if you are going through anything, if you are going through troubles in your family, whatever, just look up to God. Just look at Him. Salvation is in His hands. Healing is in His hands. Deliverance is in His hands. Everything you need is in His hands. Just turn to Him and speak to Him this morning. The Lord Ibron da Saya Kadura Badiandu Rababaya Kusha Dalihosh. Lebron da Salikura Babaya Dosa Dadaha. Just pray to God and just appreciate him for his word that he has given unto you. And just look up to him and tell him that Father, my all is in your hand. You hold my future. You hold my destiny. The answer I'm looking for, God, is in your hand. I yield unto you this morning. God, speak to me. Speak to me this morning, Lord, for I am ready to listen to you. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We exalt your name. We thank you for your word that you've given unto us this morning. You've made us understand that, oh God, you hold our future. And Lord, you are the answer to the world. We turn to you this morning. Lord, we say that, Lord, where does our help come from? Our help cometh from the Lord. The Lord strong and mighty. The one who fights for us even when we are asleep. The one who is there every time. Lord, we turn to you. Give us the answers we need. We thank you for your word you've brought unto us. In your name have we prayed with thanksgiving. Let all saints say amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.